come through. You know what I'm saying? You gotta hit her at her house the first time. It's the only way the plan's gonna work. So you get her to let you come over there and hit her at her crib. You dog it down. You feel me? Beat the doonies all the way down. You feel me? And then fall asleep. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta make sure it's on the day that you know she gotta go to work in the morning. You feel me? So you come over there, kill it, fall asleep. If she wake up in the morning and just go to work and don't wake you up and tell you to leave or nothing like that, then just don't never leave. Just, just post up, you know what I'm saying? When she come back, be there, you know what I'm saying? Dishes washed, you feel me? Like, you, you done cooked some little burgers, some little dilly burgers, you found some little hamburger meat in the freezer, and made some little dilly hamburgers and fries when she got off work, like, blunt roll. Now you in there, if she let you stay that night and you hit her again that night, and then she wake up and go to work again, you live there. You feel me? Go get some clothes, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Go get some clothes. Just leave the door unlocked. Go grab you some clothes. Leave the door unlocked so you can get back in. You don't never want to not be there. You don't never want her to be able to get in the crib while you ain't there until you all the way locked in. You know what I'm saying? So, man, that's the move, man. Just go over there and kill it one time and uh, post up. You feel me? And then got you a crib. another episode of random acts of podcast so every year we do a yearly tradition where we break down our top 20 albums of the year and all every year i have different guests so this year we got two uh well i was on shane podcast and eric's been on this podcast plenty of times but we got shane on here for the first time i was on his podcast earlier in the year i forgot what month it was because this whole uh, quarantine shit just a blur. So it's, it, I think it's been a minute, <laughs> but I was on your podcast. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. But I'll let you um, I'll let y'all introduce yourselves, and we're gonna get into the list and whatnot. For yeah, top no doubt. Well, since, since this is my first time, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go first. You know what I'm saying? But uh, what's good, y'all? My name's Shane. You know what I'm saying? Hosting the Midwest Coast Podcast. Um, we, we basically, basically just cover. 
different things, things in black, black culture, music, you know, I'm saying whatever's going on uh, as far as politics. Um, I, I cover a lot of that kind of stuff. And uh, pretty much it's just me and my homeboy Corey or whoever I have on that we usually escort. And um, pretty much we shoot the shit, you know what I'm saying? And reminisce on old times, just talk about. You know, men, women issues, pretty much whatever's going on. You know what I'm saying? Just from the perspective of two young dudes who used to be wild and out here in the streets and who have uh, grown up. You know what I mean? And so that's pretty much pretty much the content of our episode. Like I said, it's heavy in politics too, though. So you know what I mean? It's edutainment. You feel me? So, but it's the Midwest Coast podcast. You can find us on Apple. Find us on SoundCloud. And uh, we just started YouTube as well. So you can find us on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Facebook page has got all the content and everything is Midwest Coast Podcast. All right, that's a bet. Y'all check that out for sure. All right, Eric. What's good, y'all? It's an Eric G Life returning guest. Oh, man, it's been a while since I've been on here. Uh, it's good to be back. Um, still working with Ill Roots. I also started a podcast as well with uh, my boy Jess underscore JT on Twitter. And um, it's called For the Cap. And basically on that podcast, we basically just discuss everything that's going on right now. And we put a, a cap meter on it and discuss the level of if people are capping on a level one or a level 10. And basically just go through music uh politics whatever's going on in the world especially with everything going on right now it's a lot to talk about so yeah check us out on twitter at for the cap underscore and we're gonna be on soundcloud we're gonna be on youtube soon we're gonna be everywhere so yeah look out for us all right that's a bet that's a bet so um as far as music wise it's been a pretty interesting year obviously have uh compared to other years have y'all come um consume music any differently because i know a lot of people saying a lot of the time they listen to less music this year because they're not commuting as much they're staying in the house more and some people don't listen to music and i, I know i listen to music all the time in the crib so i know me personally my um music listening numbers went up like by triple this year just by like staying in the house more so did y'all consume music differently this year um i think for me it was a little bit less but at the same time i found myself listening to more of like the things that i'm like comfortable with like i wasn't trying to like branch too much outside of like things that I'm not really like familiar with. I just like stuck to what I really know. So I was listening to like a lot of Detroit music, like super heavy. Like me and I, I know Shane can speak for that too. Like we both have. And then like throughout all the other stuff that's been out, like of course, like the Gunners, the Little Babies, the Uzis, like all that. I've been listening to all that, of course, too. But at the same time, I feel like. The, the stuff, stuff that I've been listening to has been like kind of, kind of like a like a little bit of a little bit a little bit repetitive, because because I'm not not really trying to branch out on the too much other stuff right now. Like, like what, what I'm what I like is what I like right now. Yeah, I mean, 
pretty much same with me. Um, <clears throat> but I'm, I'm older, older too, too, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? So, so like, like a lot, a lot of my, of my musical taste is uh, based, based on the stuff that, that I grew up with, with and the stuff that reminds me of the stuff that I grew up with. with. And there's, and there's not, not obviously, obviously a lot, lot of, that. of that, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, Zelda like, does that, Freddie Gibbs does that, that. currency kind of does that. that. But, but for the, for the most, most part, there's not really a lot of new people that are like doing, doing the stuff, stuff that, that I like, like from, from the 90s and early 2000s. 2000s. Um, so, so pretty, pretty much, much all the new stuff that I listen to outside of like a Freddie Gibbs is all Detroit stuff. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? That's basically, basically yeah, yeah, that's predominantly all the like new rapper type music that I listen to. Like, you know, a lot of YNJ, Rio, Rio a lot of Sasha. Uh, yeah, so like you know what I'm saying? Obviously, PZ, he dropped a project, you know what I mean? Payroll. So, so it's, that's, that's pretty, pretty much the only new school type rappers that I really listen to other than. Benny and you know, so the way I listen to music hasn't really changed too much. Um, the amount probably has just because, um, because being at home, you know what I mean, and not really being able to go out and do different stuff like that. I'm pretty much playing the game and listening to music while I'm playing the game, or I'm walking my dog and I have on song while I'm walking her. Or, you, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? So it's like, I just have way <clears throat> more opportunity to listen to, or, uh, to, to listen to new music. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Whereas before, like, being at work, work you know, actually in the office at work, work like, like, you know, you're, you're not, not just freely able to listen to music when you want to. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, 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 yeah, so, yeah, probably, probably my consumption is on up, but I'm listening to outside of that stuff that I just named. I'm listening to all the things that I always did. You know what I mean? mean? 2005 and earlier, basically, <laughs> with, with exceptions here and there. So, okay. So, that means you probably, um, before you even name your list, you probably got a lot of Griselda and shit on your list, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. That's a bet. That's a bet. I know um, when I was on your podcast earlier, I was saying how Detroit was like killing it. I, um, I'll admit, man, I don't have a lot of Detroit on my list. I got a, I think. Uh, V's Law mm-hmm. and Order is definitely song of the year. That's my favorite okay. song. Of the yeah, year, that song's hard. Okay. Yeah, so I got like individually like Detroit mm-hmm. songs, but I don't got any like Detroit projects like that on my list. I know I got um YNJ Coochie Land. That was it's not on my list, but I'll definitely say that's an honorable mention. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I can see then, that. Um, I can see that. Then the Rio the Young OG, his first album mm-hmm. came out this year. I would have that as an honorable mention on my list, but mm-hmm. I don't have too much Detroit projects on my list. But as far as like songs, they they killed it this year. As far as everybody, especially um, um yeah, it was a lot of content. content. There was, was a lot, lot of content. content. They were flooding. They, they still are. You know what I'm saying? They they basically flooding with with videos every couple of days. You know what I'm saying? If you see the RMC Mike or Sada or Rio or YNJ, like every day. It's something new coming out of, you know, know what I mean, those, those, those uh, different camps. So, yeah, I love, yeah. I've been waiting on this for years, like, because we've been now, like, because this is basically what our music has been sounding like, you know what I'm saying, in Detroit, like, forever. So now that it's, like, kind of gotten some mainstream appeal, 
it's like I've been waiting on this shit. Have y'all inducted Lil Yachty into the Detroit Nigga Hall of Fame yet? Basically. Pretty much. Basically. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Because even if you don't like Yachty, like his music, you got to appreciate what he's doing as far as just coming, doing all these videos and doing all these features and stuff like that for these up and coming dudes that people in Michigan ain't even tapped in with all the way. He ain't all the way from Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, he put a he put a lot of um a Detroit lot. dudes on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you, you, you gotta it. respect it. Gotta respect it. Absolutely for sure, for sure. All right, so let's yeah, start on that shit, honestly. Yeah, he's yeah, he put um he put me on to a couple, but yeah, he's he's definitely like he gotta get the respect for that. But before we get into our list, like off the top of your head, I didn't mention this before. Do y'all got any like letdown albums, like projects y'all were looking forward to that was kind of like when you heard it, it was like whatever, and you just moved on from it. Not really, yeah, not really, honestly. Not, not really, just because, um, because I don't really go for full projects anyway. I'm more of a tone dude, kind of like you were saying. Um, like I'll just add the songs that I like from the album onto my playlist that I listen to all the time. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, that's pretty much how I consume music. Like, like if I'm not really fucking with everything on the album, then I don't have to listen to that shit. I can listen to the joints I like all of it. So, so, so to me, albums I'm not, not even really checking for albums except for from certain artists anyway. So okay, I feel you. I got yeah, some on top of my head. I was looking forward to that future high off life. I didn't really like. Oh, that. you know what? That's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. That, yeah, that kind of came and went. Um, I will say yeah, this future definitely. I will say this future was definitely the MVP as far as like features concerned. We was just talking about Yachty. I feel like um that part of me feature with um future on it. I feel like that's like one yeah. of the top songs of this year. And um, but as far as the album high off life, it was just it was very forgettable. I think when I heard it like the first week, I was already done with it. It's, it's one, one of, of his weaker albums for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't like it at all. Then um, another one I got. I got two chains. So help me God. Uh, how y'all feel about two I chains? I never really listened to that. It wasn't good yeah. to me. How do y'all? How do y'all feel about two chains catalog? I feel like he's kind of his albums is like. I didn't, I didn't listen, listen to that because I didn't, I didn't like, like his last album before that. Rapper, rapper, go to the league. I didn't, I didn't really like it, so you know, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I, I wasn't really looking forward to uh, So Help Me God. Yeah, again, 2 Chainz is not really a dude who I check for his albums like that. Like, like I, I like certain songs from 2 Chainz. And then and I he didn't even have singles to this. Yeah, yeah see, like he didn't a, even I'm, have like any like yeah. good hit records off of this or anything like that. Yeah, or any like, like even just like good bangers, for real, for real. Yeah, it's just one of the things where I was just like, I like two chains as a person, so I always check his shit out, and then I'm just yeah, always disappointed. Yeah, it's like you always want to give him a chance because, chance because you, you fuck, fuck with him. him. And it's yeah, like, it's like, yeah, I expect like too much from him. It's just like, I just want him to be like one of the greats, but like, he mm-hmm. don't ever deliver on his albums ever. So it's like one of the points where it's like, if he ever drop an album again, I'm probably not going to listen to it. Well, he delivered on Pretty Girls like, like, like trap music. That was the one. Yeah, that, that was, was, that was like decent. 
that was one of them albums yeah. where I didn't like a lot of songs on it, but the songs I did like, I played the hell out of them. Yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah. six songs where that's I pretty much how I am with all two chains type shit. That's an album that had good drink on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 then, yeah, I love yeah. yeah. And then one more. I'm pretty sure people forgot this album even came out. Uh Little Wayne Funeral. Oh yeah. man, I knew that about this one, but yeah, I just off a little for a minute. Yeah, because I like Carter Five a lot. So yeah, Carter Five was straight. So if Funeral wasn't at least as good as that, then probably just went under my radar. Yeah, I didn't listen and to the Drop Three either, and that yeah, just came out like a week listen. ago. I didn't listen to that. I know he did. He dropped this year. He dropped the Carter Five Deluxe. That was decent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, I like that. that. Yeah. But, but I don't listen to that, that because, because it was part of the Carter series. series. So I was so like, well, I've like, like, been with it, so I got to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you might as well. Might as well. But yeah, Drop Three, I ain't hear that. I probably, I just heard the Drake song, and then I heard the. The Doug song because I just wanted. Oh, sorry, sorry, not drought three. No ceilings three. No ceilings. I didn't want to get that wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No ceilings three. But all right, man. Y'all, y'all ready to get into this list? Yeah, we can do it. Who going first? Um. Well, y'all go. You go first. Oh, you want me to go first? All right. So what we're gonna do? We just go me, Shane, and Eric, and then we just go start from twenty down to one, and we just. Take as much time as you want to talk about album. If you just want to breeze past it, you just want to name yours, that's fine. Uh, like I said, just take as much time as you want. Um, I guess after this, I got a I got a quick um honorable mention list, but I'll wait till we get done with our list. We'll do my honorable mention list. Um, 20. I'm gonna start it like this. I'm gonna do Don Tolliver, Heaven or Hell. So I'm a huge wow, Don Tolliver. Oh, you have that so low on your list. Yeah, so <laughs> I know so much higher than you. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are gonna judge me on that. I listened to it. I was expecting a lot from it. It was cool. It made my top twenty out of all the albums that came out this year. So I did like it, but it's just I was expecting more from it. I felt like his last album, Donnie Womack, was a million times better than Heaven or Hell. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, at, that. at first, when I heard Heaven, I mean, well, yeah, when I first heard Heaven or Hell, it was a letdown to me. Eventually, it grew on me, and I got a 20 on my list. Uh, some of the standout songs on it. Well, some of the standout songs are y'all on that one. Cardigan. Um, um, yeah, Cardigan um, Hard, the song with uh, Quavo and Offset. Yeah, the, the shit with Quavo and Offset is hard. Um, yeah, that one I like. There's another song on there with Travis. It's like one of the openers. That's like a that's a really good like opener to it. And there's another song that Sony Digital produced on there that I really like, but I can't remember the name of it. I love Spaceship until they get the oh shit after party. party. That's the name of the song. After oh yeah, party. after party hard, wasted hard, company. Yeah, wasted hard. No, yeah, no idea hard. It's pretty. It's, it's it's a decent album. It's a decent album. If it would have been just an EP, it would have been perfect. Oh yeah, for sure. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, but, but I think he has a really bright future out of him, though. I really like him. Yeah, it, it serves it serves his purpose as a debut album. So, it I, it, I got it twenty. So obviously, I don't hate it. So, uh, I guess we go right, more man. in detail with it when we uh, because you said you got it higher than me. So, 
we'll I guess yeah. we'll get more detail later on. So who we got next? Oh, we got Shane next. Um all right, so, so I'm, I'm having to do this kind of on the fly. Like, like I, I said, said, my last my bottom ten are not necessarily ranked. They're just ten. So uh if I had to pick one though, I'm gonna go the gift three by FMBDZ. Okay. It's just a typical Detroit hood shit. You know what I'm saying? Just the typical Detroit sound, the typical subjects, typical, you know what I'm saying? Like, the flow is like, it's just a standard-ass Detroit rap uh, rap project. You know what I'm saying? But I like that shit, so. That's a bit. You got any um, tracks you would recommend to anybody? Not necessarily. I mean, it's it's pretty much one of those joints you can... You know, any anything with him and Sada, you know, any collab that you see like that, those are probably going to be some bangers. So, you know, he's got a joint with, I think, Rio and Sada on there. So, yeah, check that one out. I feel like that tape is a really good, like, Detroit starter kit tape. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You know what I mean? All right. That's a bet. What was that album again? In case somebody didn't hear The Give 3. Give three. All right, bet. So y'all check that out. All right. So for my number twenty pick, I got uh Slimy and Friends. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but uh yeah, it's Slimy and Friends by Chase the Money, the producer. Oh damn, I didn't drop something. I gotta check that out. Yeah, bro. It's that tape it's such a it's such a hard tape because there's like maybe, maybe like nine, nine different artists on it on, over the span of like 12 tracks. And all of them are short, real brief, all the beats are hard. These features from, um, let me look real quick. Features from Bailey, Duke Dukes, Lil Yachty, Lucky, um, Yak Gotti. He's uh, one of Young Thug's artists. And Baby Smooth from Detroit. And Designer's on there, too. There's a bunch of people on there. No Valet? No, no Valet, he, he was the first person I mentioned. Oh, okay, I ain't here. My fault. Yeah, he's on the first track. Low-key, Valet had a crazy year, but none of his songs like hit DSPs. Like he dropped. It was at one point this year, he was dropping like a video a day. I don't know he if y'all listen to him. Shit with that. Yeah, he was dropping a video day. He ain't, he ain't <laughs> put nothing on DSPs, but yeah, he was he was killing it on the low. YouTube niggas, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, that that shit. Shit. But yeah I don't know. DSP. Right. right. On the playlist. What's the what's the what's the thought behind that? You think they just do that because they don't want to pay the producers? Um, that that's probably probably, and maybe because. They might be getting more per stream on YouTube than they get on DSPs, so it just makes all the traffic go to one place. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like for this song, everybody, everybody, if you listen to Spotify, Spotify if you listen to Apple, Apple, if you listen to this, everybody got YouTube. So all y'all gotta go to YouTube to listen to this song, and if it's on my channel, you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. And then a lot of people got YouTube Premium, so they just play. Cause I catch myself myself doing that t- since I got YouTube Premium. I just 
play the video and just like exit out of it and listen to it that way. So that makes sense. The other shit that I noticed too is that like niggas will premiere their videos through whoever directed it. So like I don't know if they try to like work out with a deal with the director to like earn some extra bread from that or get them some extra bread from it. But one thing I'll notice is is like if the director of the video has their own channel, they'll premiere that shit and then it'll pop up on a DSP like a couple months later. Like I've seen that happen mad times with side of baby videos. Yeah. Like, yeah, they yeah. films will be the director and then it'll be on a side of baby album like two months after it came out. Yeah, I know this dude that direct videos. He was because I asked him about that because you know some people, like you said, some people have it on a channel, then some people have it on the director channel. But apparently, some of the it's it's some rappers out here. The director make like an uh, arrangement with him, like I'll do your video for free if you let me put it on your channel and just get all yeah. the revenue off yeah. that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's different ways to, to, to work, work out. out you know what I'm saying? It just depends, depends on what type of business you're trying to do with the. the with the, the director, director or if you're the director, what type of business you're trying to do with the artist. You know what I'm saying? saying? Like, if you think, because, like, for me, if I was a director, it would be beneficial for somebody like Sada to let me do their video for free and put it on my channel. Because it's just, because of so many views that's going to come just from his name being attached to it. You know what I'm saying? He gets the free video out of it, but then I get all that back end revenue. All that money, you know what I'm and then you get or, more, you get more names on you and whatnot. It was, oh shit! Exactly. I need like, exactly. solid director. Versus if I got a big name as a director, don't really matter. Give my cheese up front, and then you can do whatever you want to do with it. It don't matter to me how many views you get because I got my paper out of it. Right? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it makes sense. I guess I go um nineteen now. It's a uh, I got number for 19. I got Ola Runt, Harder to Kill. He a rapper out of Atlanta. I got hip to him. I need to listen to him. Yeah, I got hip to him when it was rumors out that he was about to sign the 1017. I'm a big Gucci fan, so anytime anybody signed the 1017, I'm going to check him out. He ended up not signing with him. Uh, he stayed independent, but he's been killing it this year. He dropped three albums. He dropped uh, Mama I Tried. Uh, harder to kill and begging for a body. So this is his second album. It just came out, so it's kind of high. But I've been playing the hell out of it. Hell out of it. Maybe if it would have came out early in the year, it probably would have been a lot higher. But it just came out, so I didn't want to put it too high. Uh, it got a lot of standout tracks on it. I, I like most of this album, to be honest. He uh he got trouble on it. He got stunner for Vegas. Uh, Seti Hendrix got a lot. He got some decent features on. It. It's really good. Um, standout tracks. If I had to name some, he got Murder Gang, Tow Truck, Number One Stunner, Wayne Perry. It's it's if you if you look his name up on YouTube, he dropped a video for like most of the songs on this album already, and it's only been out for like two weeks. So yeah, okay. that's what I got for number nineteen. Ola Runt, uh, harder to kill too. It's kind of a shot at Gucci also because his Gucci deal didn't go through and. Mm. We all know Gucci got an album called Hard to Hard Kill that came out back today. So he yeah. dropped the album Harder to Kill. So yeah. 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 And I then, that. Okay. Yeah. Then on his last album, he had a 10. Well, his other like his last album, he had a 1017 chain. Apparently, 
Gucci repo the 1017 chain for him. So oh, get get that that back. What? So yeah, he been, gang, nigga. so it's like, and then I don't know if y'all y'all heard the uh what was the name of the album? The 1017 album, the what was it called? Um uh, well, I know what you're talking about. Uh hold on, let me look it up real quick. I was just listening to that shit. I forgot it. It just left my brain. It came out this year, right? Yeah. Oh, So Icy Summer. Yep, yep so, so Icy, Icy Summer. summer. Yep. All right, so it's a song on there called Lifers. It got Key Glock, Fujiano, and it had Ola Run on it. When Gucci oh, wow. did the video, he took Ola Run completely off of it. He didn't even tell him when the video <laughs> shoot was. So it's a, little, it's a little beef there. So he came with the harder to kill. To kind of like get at Gucci, be like, "All right, I know you're the OG, right, but right. I'm coming for you." So yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking right. of OG, that is an OG Gucci move to just, just take some shit completely off the song and then just film a video and just yeah, and that is so, like for real. That's, that's some real life shit. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. But yeah, he took them completely off, and all around to me, he had to. He had a second best verse. I think Fujiano had the best verse, but it's just he just took that man completely off that shit and was like, whatever. And yeah, that's a, that's a Gucci move, but yeah, this is a conversation right. for another day. But Gucci had a whole ten seventeen label when he first got out of jail, and now there's a whole another ten seventeen label. Like the first artist that he had signed, all of them are gone. Pablo on, uh, young oh, Asian, Asian, Asian all doll. Guys, they're all gone. Asian yeah. doll, they're all gone. Asian doll. Yeah, he got he got rid of all of them at the same time. Yeah, and, and just, just signed like five or six new people. <clears throat> clean the house. To me, to me, his new his new roster way better. Fu, um, Pusha, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Fujiano, all them, they they're good. But yeah. he he should have got all around, but it didn't. I don't know why it didn't work out. Also, it's funny because on this harder to kill, you just mentioned um Hoodrich Paul One. He sent shots at Hoodrich Paul One like every song. I don't know what's going oh on. Oh my god! <laughs> he was calling him a sweet lick. He was calling. He was just dissing him out throughout the whole album. So man, Hoodrich Paul One has had one of the worst downfalls in rap that I've seen in a long time. One of the many like, rappers. There's been a few, but his, his was really bad. But just one of the many. Not a lot of people about him. Yeah, one of the many rappers that got Rico this year. Oh yeah, that's right. That did happen to him. Yeah. So yeah, interesting year, and he got robbed like three, two or three times this year. This is, I don't know what's going so, on. That, that's why I'm checking my head. You know what I'm saying? Because every time I hear Hood Rich Pablo Juan, like I'm so torn because I'm like. This nigga music be fired, <laughs> but this nigga gets robbed every thirty seconds. I will, I will be real. I will be real with you, bro. I can't believe nothing he's talking about <laughs> in his records <laughs> because I know you ain't got no stick on you. Exactly, exactly. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. I can't listen to his shit no more. Me either, and I really want to, bro. Like, yeah, I be trying. Yeah, I be trying. I be like, man. No, I can't do it, man. Dang. That's crazy. Yeah, it's too, it's too far gone for him. Yeah, he had I, crazy uh, momentum, too. Yeah. 
my, uh, my, uh, number, my number 19, 19. It's, it's called Make Sure You Kill, kill Me by Sue Sturf. We're going to stick, stick with the, the theme of being hard to kill, kill you know what I mean? mean? Uh, before this album came out, um, well, the pre the previous album to this, which is sort of like a prequel to this, um, was called 725 because he got shot five times on July 25th. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the, the previous July 25th, he got locked up. So like 725 was like a theme, you know what I'm saying? So he named it out that. So Make Sure You Kill Me is basically the sequel to that album. And uh, some of the standout features on here, he's got G. Erbo on here. He's got Jim Jones. He's got Benny the Butcher. Uh, he's got Dave East. And uh, some of the standout tracks, I would say Careful Who You Love. Uh, Black Cream, uh, No Disrespect, and then probably the big one that my personal favorite is uh, Quarantine Tales. Okay. So that's uh, Make Sure You Kill Me by Sue Surf. He's from Jersey. He's also a battle rapper. A lot of people, uh, you know, if you're familiar with Smack URL. Yeah, I'm more familiar with his um, battle rap, and I don't, I don't think I ever heard one of his albums. I'm check this one out though. Yeah, he yeah, he, um, um, he dropped a he project, dropped project last, last year called Blood Cousins with Mozzie. and it's a I heard about I heard about like 16, 17 songs. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's a bit. That's a bit. Yeah. All right, for my nineteen. We're, We're going to talk, talk about, about this a little later, later because, because I know it's on all, all of our lists. Well, actually, I know it's on Shane's list. But uh, for 19, I'm going with Coochie Lane by Y&J. <laughs> that's on my, <laughs> that's on my honorable mentions. I actually have that way higher on my list. And the only no, reason, reason is because of how, because often, of how I often I listen to it. If I didn't, if listen, I didn't to listen to it, it as often, often, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, like consider it. But I listen to something off of that album. Every day, so I'm like, it's got to be up there for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, when he no, dropped we'll, talk, the, we'll talk about that more later when we get yeah, yeah, yeah. When he dropped that deluxe, that made it like a million times more better. Oh my god, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. All right, number 18, the first RB album that's been named so far. I got Rose James Manic. Or Mantic, yeah. Pretty good album. Um, y'all familiar with Ro y'all listen to Ro James like that? I don't, but I've heard <laughs> enough to know that I need to. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. Um he got Miguel on it, uh got a song with Brandy. That's about as it, it is features. It's it's pretty good album. It's uh uh I don't know what else to say about it. It's just if you fought with the R and B bag <laughs> like that. Got a young lady over, go ahead and play that, man. That's all I got to say about that manic. But yeah, that's that's really good. It came out earlier this year, so it kind of got lost in the shuffle with the whole uh COVID shit. But I'm pretty sure if it was um everybody was out and about, it probably would have made a little bit more noise. But yeah, Ro James, he never disappoints when it comes to albums. So yeah, I got that number 18 on my list. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say, say that, that 
uh, little bar that you said uh, as far as albums being outside, like to enjoy them. I'm going to use that excuse a lot during this podcast for a lot of these albums. Oh, yeah, that's definitely one for um that Chris Brown and Thug album. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a lot of honorable mentions. Yeah, that's one of the good thing about my list. You ain't gotta use that excuse. All my shit, you can listen to indoors. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's definitely some album that got bit by the not being outside bug. But that thug thug and Chris Brown album for sure. That definitely got yeah, yeah. That definitely got fucked over by the um, COVID. But yeah, that's number eighteen on my list. Road James Mantic. Yeah. Uh, number eighteen for me is gonna be Run the Jewels Four by Run the Jewels. Right. Um, standout tracks. Ooh la la. Out of sight, featuring Two Chains, and just featuring Pharrell. Uh, holy Callum, I, I, I like that song. I like that title, but I like that song. Um, I mean, and this is basically just your your standard hard beats, hard rhymes, no bullshit, straight to the point hip hop. You know what I'm saying? LP, Killer Mike, doing what they do. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Killer Mike. You can't. Yeah, that, okay. How would you how would you rank that out of all the albums? Um their third one was really good. Yeah. That might be their best one. Um of, of course, course their first one was really good. It's, it's somewhere, somewhere in the middle. That's probably, probably like, like it's like maybe, like maybe the third, third best one. one. Third best one, oh, okay. Something, Something like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that got that one got lost in the shuffle for me. I didn't even find out that about that album until like way after it dropped. It See, kinda, that's one of them groups that I checked for. You know what I'm saying? saying? Like, like I'm oh, looking okay. for them to drop. Like, like I randomly Google like Run Jules got some shit going, going on. on or, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I just I fuck, I fuck with, with them. them. Like, we had to do that for, we a, lot do that for a lot of albums this especially year, though, because especially because of the way that, like, I don't know how, to don't know how it is for you, but the way that Apple Music and, or even Spotify has been set up this year, like, I have to search for most of the shit that I want to listen to. It's not popping up on the homepage. Like, the big shit pops up on the homepage, and it's like, yeah, I'll grab what I need to grab from there, but as far as the shit that I really want to hear, I have to search for most of it. What I do is... When it when it I don't even look at the main page no more. Soon as it hit um Friday twelve, I go to the genre. I just go to hip hop, R and B, and then just search from there. And sometimes it don't pop up on that, but I just I just gotta look for it, or I just look on. Sometimes I look on IG like that. Ola Runt, yeah, harder to kill. I didn't even know that came out until like a week later because it didn't pop up on Apple at all. I had to. I looked on his IG and seen he dropped the album. I was like, damn, I'm a week late. Yeah. So some yeah. so some of you gotta look on IG. It's just mm-hmm. I don't know what's going I don't know what's going on with the algorithm for Apple this year. But it used to be on yeah, point. I don't, know either, bro. I don't know. 
Because um, so, I know they, I know they blackballed some people. They blackballed uh, NBA Young Boy. His shit don't pop up <laughs> at all on, on nothing. So I know that's the excuse they use for him. But it's some people they don't post. They don't post their shit at all. NBA Young Boy has also been blocked from social media on and off again so many times this year. So that doesn't even surprise me about his <laughs> algorithms for music. Like for real, honestly. Um, it is, man. It's crazy. For my number 18, it was hard to pick one for this one, for this guy particularly, because he puts out like five projects a year minimum. But um, I picked Currency and Harry Frauds, the Outrunners. Um. I think whenever currency and Harry Friday get together, it's it's just magic. Like that's a fact. They, yeah, they just cook up magic every time. Um, especially since what was their original take? Cigarette boats. Especially since that. That was they they make magic from that. But um the standouts for me on there was um the track with Rick Ross. I can't pronounce it because it's pronounced after some foreign card that I can't pronounce. Um <laughs> Riviera Beach with Conway, in the coop with Jim Jones, um, Cutlass Cathedrals, that was just by himself. Uh, 90 I Rock Z with Wiz Khalifa. Anytime him and Wiz get together, it's always fire. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's quick nine tracks, 25 minutes, straight to the point. And yeah, I really, I really fucked with it. Shout out to Currency. Consistent, yeah, I had but now he, he he is not he has not dropped a white project in I can't even remember the last white project. Oh yeah, all his all his uh, albums this year was good. I had that on my honorable mentions, but yeah, that cathedral song I played that like twenty times in a row when I first heard. That yeah, song. dog, that shit that shit is so hard. It was it pissed me off because it's like two minutes or something like that. Right, I want to say it's like two minutes. Yeah, like, hey, how do you feel about so that now? About songs, songs being, being so, so short, short now. Like, like I'm you. I don't. I'm used to it. Like it seems like all the best songs short as hell now. So yeah, but I, that's, that's what I hate. That's oh, what I'm I saying. Hate it. I, I, I hate, hate it. Of course. Like one of my favorite it. songs is uh, I feel like Pop by Ross Wish. Mm. I love that song, but it's just a hook, verse, hook, and it's over. And I'm like, fam, that's so disappointing. This beat is crazy. Like, and, and it's, it's almost, almost like, like a pop smoke dedication song, you know what I'm saying? Like, because he's basically like mimicking how pop smoke raps, and he was his man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's, it's dope, like, but short than a motherfucker. I'm like, dog, like, like I hate, I hate that, that shit. shit. <laughs> also, now see, currency, I don't get mad when currency do it because he built his career on in and outs, so and yeah, yeah, he it's different on currency because, because he gives you so much. Motherfucking content, content all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's just giving 30 albums a month, like, like, yeah, that nigga that is nigga always coming out. Coming some out some shit. Shit. So, so it's like, so all right, right, if you want to give me a minute and a half, half joint, joint, I can't, I can't really, really mad at that, that like, because you've given me hours of music, like, like just, just hours, top of hours, like, over the years. I can't trip on that, yeah. But in general, before we move on. Um, for short songs, Party Next Door, Break from Toronto. 
that it's a crime that that song is so short. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, I guess uh, 17. I got Key. Key, um, I love, what is it called? I love you, say it. Yeah, I love you, say it back. Pretty good album. Um, let me bring it up. Standout songs on that. Hold on. Uh, vibe in another project Iron lost Boy. in the shuffle. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely lost in the shuffle. Uh, Anakin out the way. You, um, I mean, YND, pretty good album. You need to do another album with Kenny Beats for sure. But I had a couple Kenny Beat, um, beats on it. Um, couple. I'm working on dying beats, pretty good, but it definitely got lost in the shuffle over everything that was going on. I think most people forgot this album even came out because I want to say when it came out, did it come out the week Uzi came out? It came out the week something major. It came out major. around that time. It came out. I don't a, know yeah, if it was came, the week that Uzi came out, but it was around that time. It can't. Yeah, it came out either around yeah yeah like you said around uzi but i want to say on the week it came out something major dropped too but it definitely got lost in the shuffle over this year but it was a really good album one of his best albums to me because it was at one point where key was getting kind of stagnant to me 777 was cool and then uh key so emotional that was a letdown to me but he uh yeah there was only like two good songs on that yeah he got my attention back with this one so I got that for my number 17 on my list. A lot of people don't know how like legendary key is in the underground thing in the world. Yeah. Shout out to key. Um my uh what we on 17? Yeah, 17, yeah. My number 17, I got main drawing McNichols. That's about Boldy James and uh Sterling Coast. I got uh for those who don't know, you know what I'm saying, McNichols is six mile. You know what I'm saying? So I know everybody's heard of eight mile pretty much outside of Detroit where, well, I mean, there's there's a lot of mile roads, you know what I'm saying? It starts at five mile, which is Fingal. Six miles is McNichols, and then you got seven mile, eight mile, nine mile, all the way up to like 32 miles somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so McNichols is six mile. That's where Baldy James is from, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to him. He's the newest member of Griselda. Um, and uh, this is a nice little um, 11 joint project. You know what I mean? He basically doesn't try too far from the typical Griselda formula. You know what I'm saying? Your kind of classic sample base, hip hop, boom, beats, and you know, you know kind of vivid storytelling story type rhymes you know, you know what i'm saying, saying uh real intricate detail when it comes to like street shit you know what i'm saying drug dealer type stories you know what i mean he's one of those dudes where it's like if you want to put yourself in that world musically like and really feel like you know what i'm saying like you're kind of watching a movie but through music type of thing that's, that's how old do it so Shout out, Shout to, out him. to him, West, West Side. Side. Yeah. Now, see, I didn't even know about this project until like two weeks ago because we was just talking about the Apple algorithm. Mm -hmm. I didn't even mm -hmm. know this shit dropped. Now, I got on my honorable mention list, I got the uh, Price of Tea of China and the Versace tape on my honorable mentions, but 
that one I didn't even know that dropped until like recently. So it's like, damn, I missed out on that shit. Yeah, Bowie's been out for a minute too. That's the thing. Like a lot of people are just not getting up on him, but he's been out for years. Making bangers. So shout out to Bowie. coming out in a couple weeks. There you go. Oh shit! I just checked Apple Music. It come out to uh tomorrow night. Oh, oh never mind. Bad booty. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on. For Brazil, like he works the same way they do. He makes similar music. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, number seventeen. I have Detroit 2 by Big Sean. Um, really? Yeah. You got that high. I know you have that high. No. You don't have that high? It's in my top 10. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, 17, I have Detroit 2 by Big Sean. Um, I thought that this was one of Big Sean's best album like studio albums for sure um it's still it, it definitely didn't outshine the original detroit project but i definitely think this was a real real good effort from him i think he shined all the dust that people were talking about off of that off of those last projects that he dropped like i think he 100 delivered on this um the standouts for me on this was deep reverence with nipsey hustle um, Wolves with Pulse Malone, uh, Respectable Young Thug, Lithuania with Travis Scott. Um, obviously, the Friday Night Cypher, everyone was talking about that for a while because of yeah. the um, the amount of Detroit collabs that he was able to make happen on that song, especially with some of the beefs that a lot of the people on that song have with each other. So that was like still, a major I, thing I in and of itself. Cash Kid had the best verse on that. You had Cash, you Cash, Cash Kid first. Yeah, Cash Kid had Cash the best verse. Cash Kid first was hard. I uh, I got Royce. Royce, okay. I had Royce too. I think Royce had the best verse. But uh, yeah, I I really enjoy I really enjoy it too. I know a lot of people have mixed feelings on Big Sean, especially on <laughs> the timeline and all that good shit, but. I really think like niggas should cut up some slack on this one. Like he really delivered. He really came through. He really came through for the city for sure in a big way. So you know, like I really think motherfuckers should give him some respect, especially on this one. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I had some, yeah. When it uh when that dropped, the timeline was hilarious. I it was okay to me. It wasn't as bad as everybody was saying it to be, but. Uh, it is what it is, but that Detroit Cypher song, I love that. He's one of those people that just get shitted on on Twitter forever, though. Like he's like he's kind of in that Wale, uh, in that Wale boat, which is unfortunate because Wale yeah. does way more wild shit on on the timeline to deserve that slander. Big Sean don't really be doing shit. But, yeah, you don't say I mean, that at all, and he don't he don't react to the hate at all ever. So. Ever, he's never reacted crazy to the hate. And when he do, I feel it, like it's music week, right? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's impossible to hate Big Sean, even if you don't like his music. As a person, you just gotta respect him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's facts. 
He's got, he's got integrity. integrity. He's, he's always, always trying, trying to inspire, inspire you to be better and shit. shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't be mad, mad at that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I do understand why people would think it's corny, but I mean, whatever. I think he was corny at certain points, like when he was trying to. I don't know. I felt like because I feel like you can walk a fine line. Oh, it's almost like a like, cow chain. No, nah, that's when he first nah, came when out. He first came out. Hey man, oh, yeah. hey man, them cow chains was hard. I don't care what nobody says. He was just trying to. He was just. He was just. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he wasn't even really that then. Like, like, I feel like that sort of came later. Like after he kind of made it, then he took on this whole. Like I got to be the inspirational dude from Detroit. The, the hey, if I, hey, made, if it, I made, made it, you can make it too, guy. guy. Yeah, he wanted, no, he wanted to be like the savior, sort of. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that's like kind of the role he kind of, he kind of paid paid off off from. Him. And I and think to a degree, that's why he's the only dude that could have made that collab happen with all the dudes because it's been public that Eminem and T Grizzly don't really rock. Obviously, Sada and T Grizzly don't really rock. Um. You know what I'm saying? saying? So, so it's, it's like, like there's mixed match beef all over the song. But you know what I mean? Like because everybody got love for Big Sean. And probably realistically because they heard him and it was gonna be on it. And it was like, this is our only chance to be on a song with him. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. It's, it's probably, probably those two things though, you know what I'm saying? So but yeah, it was dope he made it happen. It's just I think he should have did like a part two. It's of course he he missed some people. We all yeah, know. he could do a part two. He, he could throw, throw Pete on there, he could throw Lizzo on there. Um who else could he talk about? Yeah, V's he could put DC. Ray on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah Baby's Face Ray. Ray. I swore Vezo. I would say, yeah, but yeah, 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 okay. yeah it's, it's, it's some names he made, but but he pretty much covered all the bases, though. You know what I'm saying? Because, because he had he had, had Drago, Drago on there, and Drago, Drago fucked with Bang Gang, stupid heavy. So it's like they were kind of represented to him. You know what I'm saying? Like he, I think he did do a good enough job covering all the bases to where it's like. Yeah, yeah, DZ, DZ wasn't on there, but Sada was. So it's like, all right, you know what I'm saying? That That's covered there. All-Star, All-Star JR, JR wasn't, wasn't on it, but T. Grizzly was. You know what I'm right. saying? So. Okay. Yeah, that made yeah. All right, I guess I'll do my 16 now. All right. Or did I skip? Let's skip Eric. I forgot the flow. Oh, yeah, did Eric? No, did you we, say, we on you. Yeah, we you on said you. Detroit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, I forgot for a second. All right, 16. I got Chloe and Holly, Ungodly Hour. So uh I don't know if y'all was following Chloe and Holly this year. They was kinda they kind of killed it this year. They because when I've the album first came out so many times and never heard a song. So when they first came out, no idea, no idea. I made no noise at all, but they've been killing the little cause everybody was doing the little concerts and shit in the crib so that kind of like yeah yeah uh elevated their names a lot they signed to beyonce but beyonce don't be posting that shit for whatever reason so they took it into their own high i mean in their own hands uh be beehive don't kill me but yeah beyonce don't be doing that for them but uh <laughs> they kind of <laughs> came in they was they was they killed all the 
at home concerts. They killed all the quarantine uh, award show performances. So I think when the next time, the next go around, when they uh, do drop their uh, album, they uh, they're gonna be household names. But they definitely killed it this year with this album. It's an R and B album. Uh, standout tracks, forgive me. Of course, do it. That's the big hit off of it. Ungodly hour. The song with um, Mike Will and Sway Lee catch up. Pretty good album. So that's what I got for my number sixteen. All right. Yeah, yeah, not, not familiar, familiar at all. So I, I really ain't got, got no commentary, commentary on that one. But uh, yeah, this is my first album I heard from him. I seen it, I seen it on the timeline. I was like, Let me check this shit out. Oh, boy, like, this, this is pretty good. All right. Well, uh, my number sixteen is uh, Benny the Butcher and DJ Drama presents the Black Soprano Family. You know what I'm saying? It's a joint. So, you know, it's a little on the short end. You can get to it quick. But uh, I would say the standout joints for me are uh, the mob and it's over. It's over. It's over. They put a video over for You know what I'm saying? It's a nice black and white. Joint, joint, they got the old school 20 style suits with the old Tommy guns, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all Alcon gangs and shit. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's uh, ain't too much to say about it, you know what I'm saying? But those are stand on joints. Fuck with that one real heavy. Anytime you get, uh, time you get drama doing your ad libs. It makes the song better. better. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. So. Yeah, I got he got respect for me for bringing it back Gangsta Grills because we haven't Facts. Like, like Gangsta Grills did bring that shit back. Facts. And, and it, it was a Gangsta Grills so. too. It said, it said Gangsta Grills on the cover. cover. You know what I'm saying? So, Hell yeah. yeah. All right, for my number 16, uh, RIP King Von, I got Welcome to Old Block. Oh, yeah, um, this well. I think this album would have been higher on my list if it came out earlier this year, honestly. But um, ain't really too much to say about this shit besides this shit. This shit goes like every song. King Von's telling a different story. Whether it's a hard ass song, whether it's some deeper perspective shit, he's telling a story on this shit. Um. Standout, Standout tracks to me, all these niggas with a little dirt, the Cole with Polo G, GTA, Demon. Um, how it, how it go is probably one of my favorite songs of the year. So that that's like top 10. Like when I first heard that shit, that shit, that was one of the last songs that I remember that actually like kind of gave me chills. And songs don't really do that shit to me anymore. So... I miss that feeling from songs, and that shit gave me chills, especially when I seen the video with it. Like, R.P. King Von, he was he was gonna be he was gonna be a real force to record with in this shit. Oh, also, I am what I am with Fabio for him. That shit was hard too. So yeah, I seen the video. Like I said, that shit would have been yeah, yeah. That video was crazy. Yeah, like I said, this shit would have been higher on my list if it came out earlier this year. But um, yeah, Welcome to the Block. Definitely a very fire album if you have not listened to that yet. Yeah, Recipes Vaughn. I got hip to him on his music after he passed away, unfortunately. Um, crazy storyteller. I've, I always saw people saying he had like elite storytelling. I just never paid attention, to be honest. But I listened to this, uh, that album. It was, it was pretty decent. 
Yeah, he's one of the better ones. Uh, definitely. Especially for being like a newer dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is good at storytelling, but, but also like not sacrificing the other parts, parts of rap, of that, rap I like. that I like. Like, you know what I'm saying? The rhyme and the flowing and like different stuff like that. Like, a lot of dudes who tell stories. To focus on the storytelling story aspect, aspect, King, Von, but King Von, you know, I mean, I feel you know like I mean, he, I feel like he mixes in the mixes flow, in and, the flow the and the rhyme and, and, and all that kind of within, stuff within the storytelling, like at a, like, really, good at a really good level. Yeah, you know, especially, be, especially like being young like young and not like like because he didn't he didn't like come up rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like from what I and then he was like, "Oh, bet now I want to do that." Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know. R.I.P. Yeah. Fortunately, we won't be saying R.I.P. for the last time tonight because some more uh, rappers to hate. Yeah, good I, album I know. That unfortunately, passed this year. Yeah, yeah we, we got some too. Yeah. All right. So number six. No, actually, number fifteen. I got. So people probably gonna say I got this a little low on my list because uh, all the impact he made this year, but. Top 15 is not bad. I got little baby my turn. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm shocked at how low you have that on your list. Yeah. It's pretty low, but I like I liked it, but I feel like it's, it was a lot better than that album, to be honest. But he had a pretty good um impact this year. Some of the standout tracks, of course, um, we paid, but that's on the deluxe though, but it still counts. Uh, commercial with Lil Uzi, uh, Grace heating up with Gunna. What else we got? Um, something to prove. It's a lot on this. It's a lot, but yeah, I got it number fifteen on my list. All right, is Lil Baby MVP of the year? Technically, yeah, 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 he is. I'm cool with that. I give it. Yeah, yeah I probably give it. Only thing I don't like about the whole little baby run, I don't like when people compare him to Little Wayne. Why? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. The reason why I don't like when people compare him to Little Wayne, I, I, a more fair comparison for Little Baby is Ti. I will compare him to Ti. All the right. Reason, the reason I feel like why he's I'm almost an exact blend of them two. Them two. Exactly. I feel I like he's an exact blend because, like, you can hear the Wayne influence, like, in the auto tune. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the way that he yeah. uses auto tune in his rapping, I'm talking about. Not like the singing, but like the way he raps with auto tune. Wayne does that. Yeah. But then the flow pattern itself, I feel like it's more reminiscent of T.I. Yeah. See, yeah, rap wide. Well, when when Lil Baby first came out, they used to call him a Young Thug clone. So I guess they said, yeah. "Let's get Young Thug out of it. Let's just call him a Wayne clone." Which yeah. Thug is a Wayne clone, so right, kind of all makes sense. But also, people was calling him Wayne as far as his, the run he's on, which I don't think that's fair because let. I don't think that's he's fair kill, he's no. killing it feature wise, but. Lil Wayne was like murdering niggas. Like it was, was times. It was times when Lil Wayne was on niggas' album, and Lil Wayne had the best verse on that whole album. I don't can't say that about Lil ever, Baby. No, I can't see another Wayne run like Wayne had. Yeah, 
like, like one, one person being on. Because I, I think they, they broke it down. Broke it like down. One year, like one year, how much material he actually put out in a year. Like including, like including features and mixtapes and, and stuff like that. that. It, it was, was over 500 songs in one year that, that were out. out. Not, not just, just like, like recorded, but it was like, like out released official music type shit. It was like 500. That's you know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, whereas Lil Baby, like, like literally just mentioned that he's not doing features anymore until his next album. So, so like, for Lil Baby to continue, that, yeah. he would have to keep doing features right now. And not only that, he'd have to do multiple a day. Like, 500 features, that means you're doing more than one recording per day. There's only 365 days in a year. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 500? That's crazy. So, so like, like nobody will ever go on that right. And then be doing concerts and signing niggas, <laughs> do it like. We'll and even if you were to say that he's on a run, run as far as like project, projects, I, would I wouldn't even say that, that because, because like, to me, people didn't start streaming Lil Baby super super heavy until my turn came out. Like before that, yeah, like he was one of he was a top stream artist, but he isn't. He wasn't at the level that he is at right now. No, no, there was a definite, definite level up. Yeah, once sure. we paid, once we paid, took over. It was like he was out of here. Well, there was a few more songs before that too, but still, but that was we that paid was, was like the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got, got pray for Paris. What's I got? Coming in at uh, what are we on? 14? 15 or fifteen? Fifteen. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I got a uh, Break for Paris coming in next. Uh, I mean, the whole album, again, you know what you expect out of a Griselda project, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think of West Side Gun as almost like a 2020 version of like Ghostface mixed with uh, Rock Marciano, kind of. Because like his flow kind of reminds me of Rock Marciano, but like his flavor and like his personality and like like the the energy he brings it across on the track. I feel like that is basically all um Ghostface. Like a modern version of Ghostface, you know what I'm saying? Um so, so when you think of that, like you pretty much know what you expect out of a, a what's not gun album. But yeah, like uh three two seven I like a lot of me. Um, George Bondo, five hundred ounces. You know what I'm saying? With uh, Freddie Gibbs and Rock Marciano on there. Um, Clairborn, Cable, Boldy James. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Freddie Gibbs killed that verse. Also, I felt like Freddie Gibbs had the best verse on that one. A lot of people, I see a lot. Of, I see a lot of people say Rock Marciano had the best verse. Rock Marcy's nuts, bro. That nigga can... And, like, his flow is real unique, so that's why it's kind of funny for me to compare somebody to him. Like, what's I done? Because it's hard to mimic somebody with that unique of a flow, I feel like. But what's I done almost does that, I feel like, on accident. Like, I don't even feel like he's trying to rap like that. But just in the uniqueness of how he raps, it comes... Comes across, across like, like kind of how Rock Murphy does he. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he is a he also has a very, very distinct voice too. 
Which also that, helps. That, that's, that's, that's where the ghost face comes in. Because I feel like, like he, he's like, like a 2020 ghost face. Yeah. Like if Westside Gun pulled up with a with giant, giant eagle bracelet on his and started wearing, wearing silk robes and shit with Tim's, would you be surprised? <laughs> no. That's, <laughs> no, no, no. That's 100% something Westside Gun would do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's ghost face. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. I feel like that's a that's a fair comparison. A fair yeah, comparison. Yeah. Um, number fifteen for me. We're gonna talk about this more when it gets on Shane's list. But uh, the allegory by Royce the Five Nine. Um, I'll just point out a few standout tracks real quick. Um, Pendulum with Ashley Sorrell. Um, Overcomer featuring Westside Gun. Fubu with Conway. Thou shall wait. Kid Vicious, Upside Down with Ashley Storell and Benny the Butcher, and Young World with Vince Staples and G. Perico. But yeah, those are just a few of my standouts, but uh, yeah, really, really great album for Royce. One of my favorites for Royce. I like that album better than Book of Ryan. Um, Not the first time I heard that. The, the only reason, reason is because Booker Ryan, Ryan has too many skits on it for me. Like, like there's, there's too, too much, much skipping through the album I gotta do to listen to music. Whereas on Allegory, there's a lot limited. There's a lot less of uh, skits on it. You know what I'm saying? And each of the skits, I feel like, is like, is like kind of vital, vital to the tone on the Allegory. Whereas with, with the Book, Book of Ryan, it almost seemed like an actual audio book with, with music in it. Like when you yeah, listen to it from front to back. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's a more complete body of work. But as far as just a rap album, I would not try to listen to that album. Like front to back. Like front you to back. Saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. So. So that's the only reason. That's the only I reason I think it's better, but yeah, I, I, I think, think it's subjective. If somebody says like, like Book of Ryan better, better, I'm gonna be like, like yeah, yeah, that makes sense. sense. That's, that's cool. cool. Like, All right, number fourteen, man. I feel like I've been the only nigga naming R and B albums, man. <laughs> I got all, of my my RB, all of my R and B albums are my honorable mentions. I thought it was the rap playlist until. He mentioned it like right before. He was like, "Yeah, he probably gonna have some R and B shit." I was like, "I, I well, because yeah. I know I have some on there." Man, I just I listen to R and B heavy, but yeah. The next one I got, uh, Kaylani. It was good until it wasn't. Oh, really good album. That album was uh, really good. Really See, good. See, here's another thing too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just keep have a transfer moment on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Go in, during quarantine. Niggas have not been dating. Exactly. Been, I agree. You know, no females, you know what I'm saying? Agree. Only females that's been coming around have been like on some real shit. The homies, like the homegirls who like it ain't never gonna go there with type shit. So it's like, and there's no reason to really break that type of music out. You know what I'm saying? I'll feel you. We're, we're like nothing but turned up shit over here when people are here. Yeah, I feel you. Just like I brought up that Ro James Manic, 
I was saying that's a good album to play around the ladies. I have not cracked that out against the ladies yet. Yeah, it's been one of them years where everybody just been chilling in the crib. So it's like, right. Right. Now, now I was chilling in the crib with a young lady. There you go. Now he has, he has no reason, reason to be out. out you know what I'm saying? We got to be turned up all the time. Sit your ass down, read a book, listen to some R&B. <laughs> but you know yeah, I mean, but yeah, I'm one of them people where I just listen to R and B just like every day. Like sometimes nah, like, that's that. just I just go through like a a mood. Where I was like, all right, I don't know, I'm not listening to no hip hop, just straight R and B for like the next couple of days. So, but this yeah, when I do that, it's, it's kind, kind of the same, same shit. I go, go back, back to a certain, certain time in R and B. Yeah, like, like it's not, not really. You would like a lot of the shit that's out right now. I probably would. You would like a would. lot of it. It would remind me of a lot of that old shit. Like, I know most of the female singers are very reminiscent of Aaliyah, and I love Aaliyah, so yeah. that makes sense that I like, like them. You know what I'm saying? One thing about R&B albums now, you gotta, you gotta find them shits on your own, because yeah, yeah. Apple Music, they not posting nobody R&B music on the front. Not even, even if you're a big name. Kaylani's a big name in R&B. Her shit don't even get posted on the front page. You got to be Beyonce level. Yeah, you got to you gotta find it on your own. You just got to see somebody's good way to find out what's going on R&B is like following women on the timeline. Yeah, 100%. And see what they look at. See, like, oh, they, they see one, a chick tweet about Kaylani. You're like, all right, let me see what's up with that. But as far as, like, standout tracks, uh, can I? Was really dope. She had Tory Lanez on there. She got in trouble. Well, not in trouble. She got slight oh, backlash yeah. because she had Tory Lanez on Can I? And mm-hmm. then she eventually she took him off of it and added another verse. But her her um second verse was actually improved the song, taking Tory Lanez off of it. Oh, okay. Another song she had on there was uh Change Your Life with <laughs> Janine Aiko, uh Everybody Shout Business, uh Serial Lover. Can you blame me with Lucky Day? Grieving with James Blake. Yeah, a bunch. It's a really good album. Got a lot on it. Yeah, I really, I really fuck with Kalani a lot. She was, she was one of the R&B chicks that came out like in the past like seven years that like I really, really latched onto. And she's from the Bay, so she just like she just dope. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. That's what I got for ten. I got, I got uh, uh, from, from King, King to a God, God by Conway. Okay. Stand out tracks. Fear of God featuring Dave Loaf. Lemon featuring Method Man. Um, Spurs 3 featuring Benny and Westside. You know what I mean? Again, your, your standard Griselda project, you know what I'm saying? Sample beats. Hard ass rhymes, gangster shit. shit. You know what I'm saying? Max spraying, crack being sold. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Dave Lofa had a lot of features this year. Yeah, yeah she, she, uh, it, it seems, seems like, like she's, she's working, working on a comeback. comeback. Yo, Yo, funny, funny she story. She's a project this year, too. Funny story about Dave Lofa. Not funny, funny but funny. funny. Um, so I'm so not going to say the girl's, girl's name, name, but what, what I, I will say is her former manager is somebody that I went to school with. And when we was in school together, 
a close, close friend of mine who was a part of a organization that her, her former, former manager was also in told me that she was stealing money from, from the, the organization. organization. Right. Right. <laughs> and, so, and so she was the president of the organization. And so she was stealing money and something happened. I don't necessarily know because I left school shortly after that period. So I don't necessarily know how all that got resolved. A few years later, same girl, he's Dave Slope's manager. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. Like, because like, I was going, going to school. To music, I, was I was like, like I, didn't I didn't even know she was going to school, school for the same, same thing. Type shit. And, uh, Couple months later, you know what I'm saying? All over the internet, Dave Lowe fires her manager for embezzling $50,000 or some shit like that. And it's the same girl who was stealing from the school that I went to. That's crazy, but yeah. Right. That's, she had but ever since that, that kind sense. of situation happened, it seemed like. She, she kind of quieted down, down for a little while, and then she, she would only pop up sporadically here and there. there. You know what I'm saying? saying? Like, like she, she was on a game song, Ryder, you know what I'm saying? And then she just disappeared for a little while, and then it, yeah, it kind of seemed like she was popping up here and there. And then that's another one who could be on the, the Friday Night Cypher part two. His name's low, yeah. Yeah. But 2020, yeah. she was on a lot of people's albums, and then. Yeah, she's coming back. Yeah, then on interviews, everybody like she she was on a lot of people when they say like underrated artists, they bring yeah. up Dead Loaf. So yeah. she dropped an album this year. I got a lot of people that. don't a lot of people don't even know that. Um yeah, yeah, I forgot about it. It's called that, Sell Soul 2. Yeah, that's okay. under the radar. I mean, yeah, super under the radar. I didn't even listen to it, but I know it dropped. Um I gotta check that out. For my number 14. I got Larry Jerum, Cruise USA. I'm pretty sure that's the project he made with Cardo, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah that's Cardo. Yeah, okay. But, um, yeah, I really rock with Larry Jerum, and I think he had a really good year. He put out a bunch of projects, but that was definitely my favorite. Um, Stand-up on there for me is um, – Meet Me in Frisco featuring, I, I think that might be his artist, Black Sea. Um, Orange Juice with Dom featuring Dom Kennedy, Rolex Truffles, and Highway Five Promise. But really, all the songs on there are really good. Eight songs, 25 minutes, real quick. A lot of the projects that I like this year have just been real quick, real in and out. Like, like all the songs just flow. So, yeah, I rock with it. Yeah, Larry June definitely had a crazy year. Yeah, yeah I, I, I actually give uh, Eric props, props for uh, putting me up, up on Larry June. June. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And then, and then 20, I, was 20, I was riding my car with my homeboy. And he was playing, and he was playing some Larry June. And he didn't think I knew who it was. And so, so I was like, like is Larry June? Man, he was like, what you know about Larry June? And I was like, play the game or lay down. He was like, game like related. Related. He, he ain't know what I was talking about. I was like, yeah, he put out a whole joint with no voice cash, cash out in Cardo. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm Yeah, yeah. That's on my yeah, that was, Oh, oh shit. shit. And then he started banging that shit all the time. I'm like, like yeah, yeah, nigga. <laughs> talking about <laughs> I ain't know. Nigga, you don't know. 
Yeah, that that Cardo and uh, Larry June and Doughboy—that's definitely on my honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. That did that come out this year? That didn't come yeah, out. Yeah, that 2020, came out. Did it? Game related. Yeah, I that came out this year. It came out like beginning of this year. I want to say it came out like January. Damn, that that, 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 that my shit. shit. That might that makes my list, man. Yeah, that came out this year. Damn, something gets bumped up. Yeah, because when I was doing my list earlier, when I well, actually I did it last week, I seen game related. I was like, this didn't come out this year. I looked it I up. Really I it came out like the but once the year started, it came out, and I was like, damn, that's okay. All right, well, yeah, that's, 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 that's my list. list. I just took some out. We good. All right, cool. But yeah, what did I just say though? I said, uh, oh no, I was, it was on me. Uh, on yeah, yeah. Oh, and we can skip my 13 because my 13 was uh Conway from King to a God, and we just talked about it, so we can skip over that for sure. Okay, all right, my th- my 13 because we could breeze past my 13 too because we were just talking about this nigga for 10 minutes just now. Larry June. I got Larry oh, June I- and I got Larry June and Harry Frog keep going. So Larry, like we said, oh, Larry yeah. June had a crazy year. He dropped like yeah. four or five projects. So um I guess let me do run through the uh standout songs. I got Sunday morning drive with currency, uh expensive couches, drinks it uh drinks with Tracy. Let's go to New Orleans with Currency, Organic Miracles, Orange Juice in uh, Vancouver. Man, this man tracks names is so predictable, but <laughs> eventually, eventually he gonna run out of Orange Juice and Organic track titles. But yeah, just... never because all you gotta do is just change the place and where you drinking the orange juice at. Yeah, that's it. Sense. You good? That's all he doing. I ain't mad. I'll, I'll, yeah, and real quick, before you get, we get into your 13th I'm ready for Larry June and Currency to put out a tape. I want Larry June and Don Kennedy to put out a tape. Oh, that's what happened to me. I need both, both of them. I'll take both. Yeah, I need both. I need both. I'll definitely take both. Or all three of them on one. I'll take either. i take whatever, man. Oh, yeah, like if all three of them, that'd be crazy. I'm shocked because Larry June and Currency be on each other projects, each one. I'm shocked they ain't tap in on a part because they probably they could probably knock out a tape in a day to be honest. They probably could. Like Child and Currency, they knock out a six song EP in some hours, just chilling, right? <laughs> All right, my next joint is Lulu. That's Conway and uh, Alchemist. Um, fourteen keys, standout track. Shoot sideways, featuring Schoolboy Q. Uh, they, they got, got Sunny featuring Core Mega. You know what I'm saying? For those of y'all who ain't up on Core Mega, he's in a group with Nas back in the day, The Firm. You know what I'm saying? He's one of those just OG New York ass bitters. You know what I'm saying? Kind of one of the dudes who you can kind of hear that he was probably one of the influences for Griselda, like as far as how they rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you listen to the way they structure their art and shit like that and like their rhyme pattern. It's very reminiscent of how Mega used to rap. I was happy to see him as a feature on there. You know what I'm saying? So, 
But, but yeah, it's, it's just a quick little seven-song joint. Little EP. We're going to talk about the Alchemist more as this list goes, too. He had a very crazy year as well. Alchemist had, Alchemist had a nuts a year. year. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Eric, you said you want to skip my 13. So, yeah, we'll, 13. So, yeah, we'll go to your number 12. All right, number 12, I got Drake Dart Lane demo tapes. So that came out, I think it came out middle of the summer. Now, a this lot of people don't... Mentioned. Yeah, a lot of people don't really consider this an album or anything because it's just like a compilation of like leaks and shit. So, but it was it was still good to me. Uh, of course, he had Desires of Future, Time Flies, Deep Pockets, uh, From Florida with Love. A lot of people hate on this song, but I really liked it. Pain, nineteen ninety three with uh, Playboy Cardi, War, Demons. Mm-hmm. I like every. I like pretty much every song on this shit. That right, only, only only two, two things I gotta say about the tape. Um, number one, that desires with future is one of Drake and Future's best collab songs ever made. Ever, I think it's their best song they ever made together. It might be their best song. I think it's their best. That's song. the one that Joe Budden and them were singing. That's what I was just gonna say. say. That song is the illest way to call all the women a skeezer. Yeah. <laughs> in the most eloquent and respectful way ever be like oh she, she got, got desires, desires. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you're not insulting her you know what I'm saying but everybody knows what you mean yeah, I'm gonna put you somewhere where nobody can find you yeah, right you know what I'm saying because nobody don't even nobody know what the fuck Katie Texas is. You just name it. I name a random no city in Texas. Nobody said the fuck desires is. that we was just talking about. I got to keep you the fuck away from everybody. My <laughs> act on them streets and everybody have a problem. Hey, and no one Drake. The Katie Texas is probably not even spelled like it's probably spelled K A T Y, not even like the actual like the name Katie. Like, yeah, you'll be looking for the wrong place and shit. <laughs> but yeah, the other thing that I was gonna say is that uh that Playboy Cardi song fucked up his rollout for a whole lot of red. Because I think if that song was received better, I think the album would have came out way quicker than what is has been happening up until this point. Good point. I agree with that. I feel like that single fucked him up also that at me. Yeah, that's true. That shit was trash. Yeah, because he dropped 1993. I I I like the song. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think Playboy Cardi was like play versus terrible, but it got no good. I'm like one of like two percent of the people that didn't care that didn't mind that verse. So I didn't mind that verse either, but I see most why everybody didn't like it. Yeah, most everybody hated it, and then he dropped that at me. That was that was ass. That was a terrible song. <laughs> and then like after that, I was like, yeah, yeah. he got start, he got start over. Damn. He's doing but, too much with the baby voice. I don't really like baby voice Cardi like that. I don't either. It sounds he's trying too hard to sound like Young Thug. Yeah, baby voice Cardi terrible. I like his song when he don't use the baby voice. And he don't use the baby voice often on his songs. It's out of like a whole 20 song project. He only do the baby voice maybe like three three or four songs. So I don't know why yeah. he to pick the Drake feature to use that shit. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah I don't know either. Yeah. Also, this uh, album had Tusi Slide on it. I don't know how niggas feel about this song. Oh but. my god! I Here's why. Because when, when certain, certain artists, artists show you enough times that it's like, yo, yo I'm, I'm talented with my pen. I can, can really rap. rap. I, I can, can really, really not like sang. You know what I'm saying? But I could put together a nice tune. You know what I'm saying? Once they've shown that side of themselves like multiple times, I feel like you can make just a a fun just record like that that you don't have to take so serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's acceptable. Like, because it's not like this is Drake's first record and it's Soldier Boy up in this hoe. Like, you know what I'm saying? If Soldier Boy had put out a bunch of shit that showed, showed he was a lyrical rapper, rapper and, then and came out with that, came out with that be mad, would be like, all right, Soldier Boy's having fun. That's, that's what Drake, Drake is doing, is doing with this, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, all right, Drake's having fun. Because we know we know what he can really do. It's like, all right, this isn't like a representation of you as an artist. Like, this is just a song. A song to fuck about that shit. And it did crazy. Yeah, and yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and once again, in a year that Drake doesn't drop an album, he still dominates the whole year. That shit with DJ Khaled, that pop star shit, huge. And then, and then imagine, imagine if he would have been able to go out. Oh my god, would have been crazy. Facts. That um, when, it, it didn't go. That album didn't go number one, and um, Busby tried to get him up out of here. But that's another. That's a discussion for another day. Busby. <laughs> Whatever. We're not even gonna shout out to Busby. That's all I gotta say. Shout out to Busby. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> His man's hasn't dropped in years, but he still has never mind, never mind, never mind. Never mind, never mind. I don't know why I bought Br- uh, Busby up, but yeah, he tried to get Drake up out of here. But whatever, man, he'll he'll see, he'll see in January. What's up? Exactly. And we'll just leave it at that. Exactly. <laughs> all right, who? Uh, twelve. I think we all, I just, we I, all just went. I just went. Uh, so my number twelve is uh, Extinction Level Event Two by Busta Rhymes. Yes, sir. Uh, so, so the, the intro, intro, fire, you know what I'm saying? It's uh, Chris Rock uh, and Rock him as the features, you know what I'm saying? Um, let me see what else I really fuck with on here. Slow Flow is dope, MLBB, Master Fard Muhammad, him and Rick Ross, you, him and Anderson Pack, or Pac, whatever. Um, deep thought. That's fire. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love this album. album. It was, it was a really good. good you know, because you, you know, know sometimes it'd be shaky when they come, come out with a sequel, sequel and, and be like, like, "All right, like you, you kind of got, got a lot to live up to because that first one was like we we put it up here. You know what I'm saying? But I think this was a good a good follow up album. Especially, Especially given everything going on in 2020, like, you know what I mean? Granted, he's uh, in the 5%er, you know what I'm saying? 
black conscious community type shit. So he gets a little conspiratorial on certain tracks, you know what I'm saying? But if you can kind of block that out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, just listen to it for the, the, the rapping and the, you know what I'm saying? The other shit that he's talking about is uh, it's a fire album. And I think it's well timed for 2020. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out, Bucks. Yeah, shout out to Buster for that one. Um, that song with Kendrick crazy, but everybody know that song is old as hell. But I'm yeah, shocked you yeah. put that on the album. That album, it, it feels like a lot of songs are old, but it also feels like he really took his time to put it out. So I'm not mad at him putting old songs on the album. I feel like I feel like that was his version of Carter Five, where it sound dated, yeah. but it's like a it's like, it feel like a, like a time capsule of his career. Like, that's what I was gonna say too, like because, because it, I, I can, can see why somebody would say it sounds dated, but it's also like in that kind of classic sound of rap to where it could come out at any time and fit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't necessarily have um, a certain era sound attached to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I agree with that. All right, cool. Um, My number 12 is Barty or Bobby 2 by Sada Baby. Um, Sada has put out, also has put out uh, up to this point three projects now. He Drop the Carmelo Anthony, uh, or sorry, Carmelo Bryant project with his uh, is that his brother or his cousin? Still a baby. I don't think Still I don't think that's a full project. I think that's just a song. No, it's a full project. It is, it is a full project. Yeah, yeah, he, he like think, just came out. I think. Um, oh yeah. I'll, I want to say it's a skillet oh, baby yeah. project, but they just kind of like attached Sada. Sada, he like Sada's not on every song, but I guess you. I, guess I only said that because he's on the cover. Yeah, and he's then he dropped like every song. Yeah, and the scuba Sada too that came out this year. He dropped a yeah. lot this year. He dropped the uh, the brolic tape, the one the gorilla. Oh on yeah, there. that's right. He yep. dropped that. Yeah, yeah. he dropped the tape come out. Which tape? The that might have been the first thing that came out this year. Whoop, I think, yeah, Whoop came out this year too. Yeah, yeah that, that might have been, been the first one. Five, five projects this year. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, out of my, out of um, all those, Marty or Bonnie two was my favorite. Um, standout track on there for me is uh, Free Jig One Fifty Dash Fifty Five with G That's to me, me my. That's the standout song on the album for me. That the way that they flow back and forth on this shit was crazy. Love that beat. Um, yeah, that's my favorite shit on the album. Uh, Court type of Lil Yachty again, that Lil Boat and Detroit connection just making more waves. Um, I really like Scoob, I really like uh, Cooler Final Form, Funky Kong, Billy Holiday with Dej Loaf, Cam and Corey with Skilla Baby, Whoop Juice. Free eight ball. There's a lot. There's a lot of good songs on this shit. Yeah, yeah. Barty or Bounty two. Shout out to baby. Yeah, I guess you could skip my eleven because I had Barty or Bounty two as my number eleven. So, 
Uh, we had just about this. I, I'm gonna be honest. I like every single song on this album. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, that's, that's what I was just kind of. It got no, it got no skips on. Yeah, it. I like every song. Yeah. Every song on this album, good. Um, I thought Trap Withdrawals was gonna be a hit. I don't know what like uh what what the label gonna do with that, but that the hook on that is catchy as hell. Yeah, um, I don't trap right now. Yeah, I don't want trap right now. So uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. I want to yeah. make a video. Yeah, that that yeah, that hook is yeah. catchy as hell. I don't know if he dropped a video to that yet, but the label no. got to do something with that song. I think they just, I think the whole lot of choppers kind of like that blew up and that they took like, everything fuck over. Up, fuck everything. And you gotta think too. You gotta think how Sada does his shit. Like Eric mentioned earlier, actually, Sada will drop a gang of videos and then put out a project afterwards. With, with all, all those, those songs, songs that was videos on it, like that's, that's what the school of is. That's that's what the first one was and what the second one was. It's just a collection of all the videos and like Lucy singles that he put out that all did well, and he was like, "All right, fuck it, we just throw it all together and make it a project." Like so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was my um, eleven, so you can skip my eleven. All right. My number eleven is uh is gang related. Um, so my, so my favorite, favorite joints on here, here is uh stats, stacks on deck, uh foreign today, and best behavior. You know what I'm saying? It's a ten joint, uh, a ten track joint, but uh, those are my favorite joints off of that. that. Yeah, that stats is crazy. When I played, when yeah. I first heard stats, I played that like. I think, I think my, my favorite song on there is Foreign Today. Oh yeah, Foreign. Yeah, yeah that's Foreign Today. I think is yeah, my favorite song shit. on there. Like that beat is just crazy. Like, yeah, that's her shit. Shout out play that shit all the time. I love that I damn feel, song. Yeah, I feel like that whole tape was underrated. I, when that came out, I yeah. didn't really, I didn't really see too many people talk about. It. I was like, man, this is this shit's crazy. That, I think that's maybe, low, that's, yeah. maybe because, because it was advertised as part of game, game related rather than, than a payroll HBK Larry Chumper. Yeah, I agree. Like, like I, I didn't know that until I listened to it. And then I listened to the next song and I was like, oh, it's the same niggas. And then I listened to it again and I was like, oh, it's the same niggas again. Oh, it's them every song. Oh, all right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was just like a Cardo collab where he just has mad people rapping over his beats. So I think, so I think if they, if they had, had put, put it, like, like marketed it a little, a little different, different, it might yeah, be that, a little yeah, different. Yeah, that album high key put me on the Larry June because I I listened same, to it because I listened to it because it was Cardo and um, Payroll. I was like, right, I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta hear this. every time. Yeah, I got to hear yeah, this. Also, that's what we're going to put you on the Larry June. That's fire. Same, 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 same here. Because of that project. And then, and then I started, started asking, asking you, like, yo, does Larry June got yeah, more shit Yeah, and that's when Cardo. I started putting you on this shit. Yep, because then I started asking you, does he have more shit with Cardo? Because I just like the way he raps over the old style of beats, like, like those classic, classic 90s West Coast common ass beats. beats. You know what I'm saying? And I wonder, I wonder if at the time he might have had that whole beat out with Cardo. So I would have just been like, oh, here you go. Here's my whole thing with Cardo. But, I mean, I don't know. Um... We can skip my number 11 because um, we talked about it earlier, but my number 11 is Pray for Paris with Westside Gun. 